And then I want to throw in that you have to give yourself grace that you are making the right choices, the right decisions, setting the right priorities for you and your family. Welcome to Purposeful Podcasting. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is meant to share how we and other entrepreneurs bring together purpose and passion to leverage profit in our businesses. We are shining a light on adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Purposeful Podcasting. My name is Crystal, and I'm joined here with my fellow serendipitous rebel. Wendy, hi. (laughs) Hello. This week, we are driving into a topic that we've been talking about a lot behind the scenes, and we're hearing the frustrations and grumblings from clients and people in our world. And so let's just talk about it. What is it like to be a mom and an entrepreneur in the summertime? This 80s PSA throwback, do you know where your children are? (laughs) I laugh, but I'm not really laughing because this is actually a very intense topic. We both come at it from different perspectives, yet it's still a big time issue. I mean, my kids are older and I'm nearing empty nesting and Crystal, you are not. No, my kids are younger. My kids are five getting ready to go into kindergarten and 10. So we're at the very beginning of this. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Though, interestingly, I am right now working remotely and I'm sitting on the floor of a hotel room in White River Junction, Vermont, because my son is at a rugby camp in New Hampshire. And I guess that's a good way of starting because as moms, we have to always be prioritizing and juggling. I packed up Serendipitous Rebel and I'm able to do this remotely, which is actually a huge blessing for me. Yeah. And it's a lot of the reason why a lot of moms get into entrepreneurship is because we want the freedom and flexibility to do exactly what it is that you did, which is be able to pack up and work from the road and work on the go. Where it becomes interesting though, is what happens when you have the freedom and the flexibility, and then you start to make the choice to flex the time with your kids and not spend the time on your business. I think that's where the interesting dynamic comes from because I know that I am my most frustrated self when I'm simultaneously trying to mom and work at the same time. What do I mean by that? When my kids are home and I'm trying to work on my computer and focus on something there, but in the background I hear mom, mom, I need this, I need that. Why are they always hungry? And they're always (laughs) bored. I don't understand. They're always hungry. So then I'm snapping at them and I'm not doing a good job here. What I've had to learn a lot over the last several years of doing this is that I cannot focus on both at the same time. I can only focus on one at the same time. When it is summertime, it's even harder because they're around a lot Mm -hmm. more. That's what we're hearing from the people in our world is how do you do it? And I think the answer is you don't. It is very, very hard, especially when you have 
actually, I was going to say younger children, but mine requires chauffeuring. And I can't just say, oh, give me a minute. <laughs> right. Or, oh, I'll be with you in a couple minutes. When you say you don't, it's all a matter of prioritizing. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about prioritizing is that we can do it like in nanoseconds. Oh, the alarm goes off and oh, we have to take something out of an oven. Well, that's shifting a priority. And I don't know that we always look at priorities as being that sort of laser focused or that specific. Because we don't do that, we feel bad. We feel guilty. We feel like sometimes like absolute garbage. And I don't necessarily think we need to feel that way. Yeah, I like that because I think that's been the greatest lesson. And I feel like this summer I'm doing it better than I have in previous iterations because I've been doing this work from home mom thing for five years now. When I think about earlier versus now, I think one being self-aware that I can't do both at the same time. I need to pick a priority. Mm -hmm. This came up in a recent conversation where somebody said, I hate that we normalize having to give up family time in order to work. And what I think we're saying with our priorities is that you have to give up something. When it comes to working your online business, we know that there are a lot of things that have to get done in our businesses because business is kind of a numbers game. Marketing is a numbers game. How many people can you get through the door? How much content can you throw out there? What can you do? It all kind of becomes numbers, okay? You can put a ton of time and energy and focus there, but when you do that, you're having to pull that time and energy away from somewhere. During the school year, when our kids are gone during the day from say 7.30 to three or whatever, we've got a lot more time in our day to maybe not have other things that pull our focus should we choose. What we're hearing a lot of times is that now we've got them home all the day, our focus is pulled. So now we have, we're having to make choices. I think that that's something I wish more people we're talking about, and that's partly why we're doing this podcast episode, is that you're having to make the choice. There is no wrong choice. I'm putting my kids in camp Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so that I can get work done or have time for me or go do things that I want to go do. That being said, Mondays and Tuesdays kind of are a shit show for trying to get a lot of productive work done because there are other things pulling my attention away and I'm making the Mm -hmm. conscious choice to make them the priority and them the main focus of my time. I definitely, I, well, obviously I definitely agree. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's such an interesting thing. And I love what you said about, we need to have these conversations and we, and in a way we need to normalize that priorities and choices are one, they're personal mm-hmm. and they're specific to each and every person, each and every family. And what works for some may not work for others, but at the same time, normalizing the fact that we need to make these choices, need to make these priorities. You had mentioned something right before we started recording about actually two things, that part of this is setting and managing realistic expectations Mm -hmm. and then setting boundaries around this. And then I want to throw in that you have to give yourself grace, that you are making the right choices, the right decisions, setting the right priorities for you and your family. 
I can't say to you, and I never would, you know, oh, I can't believe you're putting your kids into camp on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I was a single mom. I made choices that worked and I had to work. Mm -hmm. I had to make for a long time, had to make choices that worked best for my family to heck with the rest of the world. (laughs) And your family is better off in the long term for it. I really do believe that. I think that when moms are making good decisions for all of the right purposes, families are better off. No matter what those choices are and what that purpose might be, I think there's something to say that if you're in that alignment, then everything kind of does work out. And it was a series of hard choices. I think about how, like you said, setting realistic expectations. What does this take? You sent me a screenshot of an ad that we saw of a woman. And wait, now I'm pulling this up because I, and I'm not going to call up exactly who this was, but I think I immediately sent you a throw up emoji because <laughs> grab this first step-by-step action guide to go from zero to 50 K months as a coach or course creator with out selling high ticket offers or sending direct messages. I'm going to give you everything I've learned about growing my business from zero to 5k months in just two years as a single mom with a newborn. What I'm betting that is not in that step-by-step guide is the fact (laughs) that, and I'm speculating, I know nothing about this coach. I know nothing about this guide. I know nothing about this person at all, except that this was an ad that showed up in our newsfeed, businesses need two things to run, time or money. Some of us have a lot of time that we can invest in our businesses. So we have the ability to, and not a lot of money. So we can DIY things. We can bootstrap a lot. We can figure things out as we go. Some people have a lot of money, not a lot of time. So they they have a ton of money and capital to outsource those things. But ultimately, I think I see a lot in online business. And I think sometimes it's predatory to moms and I could be wrong. And you can tell me I'm wrong if you think I'm wrong, Wendy. But (laughs) I think a lot of moms do not have a lot of time or a lot of money, but they are so desperate for that freedom and flexibility to have more time with their kids that they are latching on to the coattails of people like this who are running ads out there in the world, promising them $50,000 months with no realistic expectation of the capital or time needed to invest to get there. Yeah. I think that the thing really is expectations Mm -hmm. and setting realistic expectations that work for you and your family. I would love to know how all of that can happen in making $50,000 dollars a month with a newborn. Well, I don't really want a newborn at this particular juncture. My yeah, life. I don't anyway, think any of us are willing to recreate no, that no, experiment. No, no, no. But I think it's really understanding. And, and we talk a lot about this is really about setting and managing realistic expectations. How much money do you need to earn? How much money can you spend? How long is your runway? Then in the other side is how much time do you want to invest? What time of day do you want it? If you need to be doing something that requires selling a product and that requires spending hours at the post office or something like that, having young children under your feet during the day and only being able to work at night may actually not be practical. And there's a way of also looking at what it is that you want to do and how best can you do it? I know growing up, my mom worked, kids went to bed, say she would work 10 p.m., 
probably to 2 a.m. doing what she needed to do. But for her, the you know, her expectations, unrealistic as they were now that I can see this, was she was available for her kids, not 24-7 because 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. was not, but come 8 a.m. in the morning until 10 p.m., she was pretty much at her at our beck and call for a long, long time. And looking back, I'm not sure that's that a great example. <laughs> I can see really an un- unrealistic expectations, ones that I'm very cautious of with my kids. It was a choice. And that's the part that I really want to keep reiterating is that you can do it. You have to make choices. And with every yes. choice that you're making, you are taking the time away to do something else. So your mom making the choice to work from 10 to 2 meant she was taking the time away from sleep to right. do that. And I know for myself, if I took the time away from my sleep, I would be an unbearable person <laughs> for the rest of the time around Ooh. that. Every time I take the time to watch a television show instead of doing a workout, which I 100% mm-hmm. did this morning, and I don't regret <laughs> a single minute of that, is a choice. At the end of the week, I lament, oh, I should wor- have worked out more, right? Well, again, life is a series of choices. This is one of the things that I really like to do. And it's it's true. You, you need to be really purposeful about your time. And taking the time to set up calendar and set up time blocking. And at the end of the day or the end of the week or at the end of the month or the end of the quarter, whatever, it's not beating yourself up over anything. Mm -hmm. The fact that you took time to exercise this morning is a wonderful thing for yourself. Mm -hmm. It makes you a better person. And these are decisions that you can't ever beat yourself up about. Just like moms who have a hard time. Oh, I have my kids need home cooked meals. Really? Really? <laughs> not, let's see. It's like not in my house, but you know, and, and then it's like, well, I feel really guilty because, and you know, I think guilt is a whole other conversation for another yeah. time by setting boundaries that we feel are manageable and within in terms of what's best for our families. We really need to give ourselves grace. And especially during the summer, we set a lot of goals. Our clients set a lot of goals. And what if they don't meet the goal? Well, really, ultimately, there's a couple things to look at is that we are Mm self-employed. Yes, we have a runway that is dictated by money. And really, you should know what your runway is going into the summer. Mm -hmm. And really, can you pull back? Can you just focus on, say, social media? Can you just focus in or can you have your system so set in place that they, they're automatic? Mm-hmm. I mean, these are things that if you can have these built into your summers, holy cow, it means sure you can go hang out with the kids at the pool. Yeah, it's we're shutting down for the summer and we'll see you again in September. Is that such a bad thing if you can swing it? No, but I think it's being (laughs) honest about, can you swing it? And if you can't swing it, because I know we've had a couple of clients that have been in the boat. They're like, no, I I need to make money. Okay. Then the the reality is then you need to take some of the time away that you want to spend necessarily with your kids 
yeah. in order to do these other things. And that doesn't make you a bad person. Like Wendy said, no. you release any guilt around that. That's you making the hard decisions. And again, the choices needed to serve the larger purpose. And that's why we, at, we did the whole podcast episode of why are you in business? What's the driving force behind all of this? Why are you making money? What needs to go where? Why are you setting the goals that you are making? Is it because other people are dictating and saying that you need to do these things? Or is it because it's really what you want or need to do? So I think what we really want to leave you all with is you can't feel guilty or bad or living in, you know, I always think of the shoulda, woulda, coulda world. Mm -hmm. Expectations have to be realistic. What is it you want to accomplish? And how much time and money do you have to do that? And realize that during the summers, and actually another thing that, Crystal, you'd mentioned is what you think will take five minutes during the summer really is going to take at least an hour or two. And that could be every time. Exactly. And that could be everything from, oh, I just have to do this quick errand with my child to to anything. I'm going to the pool. I'm just going to post this TikTok or it took yes. me a, literally an hour to leave the house to go to the pool yesterday with my kids because they're five. It's really mm-hmm. the only explanation I'm going to give at this moment because they're five. And it was just, I don't know how many times it takes to tell a person to go put on their swimsuit, but we've not hit <laughs> the minimum in this house yet every single time. Yeah. I think that there's like a disconnect. And for me, there's a huge disconnect between the reality of time like how long it's going to take me to do something and how long it actually takes. And so again, it's just being very, very conscious about knowing and not feeling bad when I don't get as much work done or I can't take a call on a Monday or I need to push that back until I have the ability and the time to focus on it. Exactly. Exactly. If you have the ability to set boundaries and doing and setting the boundaries by blocking time. And so you know that you can fully devote, say, even 15 minutes, whatever it is that you can block, and then move on and realize that priorities can shift with a drop of a hat. There's nothing that says that your priority is earning a living. And that precludes you from doing laundry or helping around the house or anything, anything like that. Priorities can change and shift at a drop of a hat. Yep. Okay. Well, my priority is I have to play chauffeur. <laughs> yep. And my priority is pool time with the kids right now. So we'd love your feedback. Tell us what you think. Please share with us. We'd love to continue this conversation. And in the meantime, until next week, thanks for joining us. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. But only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about purposeful podcasting on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media.